The following podcast is a program segment from the Midday Moments program with Gary Duncan. Join Gary for two hours of sacred music, along with moments of faith, family, and fun. Listen to AM 850 in St. Louis, or on the live stream at kfuo.org. Christ for you, anytime, anywhere, KFUO Radio. Listener-supported AM850 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. Don't forget, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and wherever you get your podcast as well. Just search out KFUO when you're on any of those platforms. It's time now for our Moment of Faith with Pastor Doug Nicely. And Pastor Nicely is the pastor of Jerusalem Lutheran Church in Collinsville, Illinois. Good afternoon, Doug. How are you doing? Hi, Gary. I'm doing just fine, and it's wonderful to talk to you again. And uh, what we've been trying to do is to be able to go through the catechism just one step at a time. Today we're going to the uh, second commandment, right? Right. So um, just to remind everybody that uh, I'm I'm just quoting from the catechism here, which of course is quoting the book of Exodus. You shall not make wrongful use of the name of the Lord your God. Okay. So let me go back and kind of explain to you the backdrop behind this whole idea of uh, not misusing the name of God by uh, talking about another word that we don't like to use that often. The word is sin. A few decades ago, psychiatrist Carl Menninger wrote a classic bestseller titled Whatever Became of Sin. His concerns then have only been amplified in the years that have passed. A more contemporary writer, Philip Yancey, puts it this way. Today, although we hear about a health crisis associated with promiscuous sex, drug abuse, or the problem of illegitimate births, or social injustice of poverty and homelessness, we do not often hear the word sin. Try dropping sin into a conversation on these topics, and you'll see what I mean. I know when you use that word, you see people roll their eyes. Yeah, I remember several months ago when the uh, health pandemic first started. Uh, You remember that in uh, New York City, uh, Franklin Graham uh, put together um, a clinic from his organization, Samaritan's Purse, in New York City. And uh, sure enough, the journalists who like to cover everything came up to Franklin Graham and they asked him, what do you think the cause of this coronavirus is? And Franklin Graham said, I can tell it to you real simply, sin. And that ended the interview. Right. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't want to talk about it anymore. Part of the problem is that we, we just don't like to have this credibility thing thrown in our face. The best way we have of avoiding responsibility for what we have thought, said, and done is by adding to our testimony an oath that says, as God is my witness, I'm telling the truth, which may or may not be the case. I don't know if that's a lesson that you have learned when your kids and grandkids have grown up, but certainly I understand that with my grandkids, sometimes... And, you know, this is the same thing adults do. It's just that kids have a hard, harder time trying to cover it up. Sometimes kids do things not so much as an accident, but intentional. And they come up with this story that, uh, that tries to explain it away. And once again, they don't want to acknowledge that it was done intentionally. They don't want to acknowledge that it's, God help us, sin. But that's the, that's the idea. And uh, adults, we're so much smarter. We can, we can use the phrases, God is my witness, I'm telling the truth. Yeah, which is the same thing that little kids are doing. Exactly. Yeah. So let me let me read a little bit on uh, the, from the small catechism on this. Uh, Luther writes, uh, "You should not make wrongful use of the name of Lord your God." And here's his explanation: We are to fear and love God, so that we do not curse, 
swear, practice magic, lie, or deceive using God's name, but instead use that very name in every time of need to call on, pray, to praise, and give thanks to God. It's interesting that these words, these, these several words come up here, and I want to talk about them for a little bit. The specific words are curse, swear, practice magic, or lie, or deceive by God's name. Let me take them one at a time. Okay. Curse. What would curse mean to you? When we say a cuss word, we consider that cursing. Right. That's what I'm thinking of. And it reminds me, it reminds me of my childhood uh, uh, in, in high school. And uh, people use those four-letter words all the time to describe, describe us <laughs> when they wanted to put us down. So that's basically what curse means. Swear in this sense is, as God is my witness, I'm telling the truth. I'll get to that in just a little bit again. Uh, practice magic. That's interesting that that fits the second category, uh, second uh, commandment too. Doesn't it kind of seem out of place to you, though? With that the could others? be horoscopes. Okay, that's true. Uh, the idea behind this magic stuff has to do with getting the truth from some source other than uh, than God and His Word. And if and if you have a medium speaking to you, they're supposedly going to give you the truth that uh, you wouldn't get uh, elsewhere. So it's basically uh, that, going that, outside uh, who you should be calling on. The name of the Lord is who you should call on and, and with prayer and with thoughts and for uh, help. But you're going outside mm-hmm. that. So you're, it's a wrongful use of the name of the Lord is what you're saying. Right, exactly. And then, and then uh, Luther says, lie and deceive using God's name. And we were talking about that before with people who have a way of coming up with stories uh, to explain what they did. Uh, to make them look innocent and make other people look um, responsible instead of them. Yeah. And, uh, and if you say, you know, as, as God is my witness, then you're relying upon God to be the one who um, speaks for your credibility. He's your defense attorney. Um, and Luther says, instead, use that name in every time of need call on, to call on, pray, praise, and give thanks to God. Jesus was talking about that uh, as God is my witness stuff. Interestingly enough, the Sermon on the Mount. You've heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not swear falsely, but shall perform to the Lord what you have sworn. But I say to you, do not take an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by the earth, his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Do not take an oath by your head, for you cannot make one hair white or black. Let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. So what Jesus is saying is, have you ever thought of telling the truth? Simple, (laughs) straightforward truth. Yeah. When you say yes, you mean yes. So when you say no, you mean no. Right. And, And as we've learned with our kids and grandkids, Eventually, when you're found out, you have to admit it anyway. Exactly. And it isn't just kids. Right. You know, what I'm saying is that when we grow up to be adults, we have a more sophisticated way of doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. We just can come up with uh, better explanations <laughs> of what happened. And quite often, once again, the tendency is to make us look innocent and make other people look guilty, which, of course, quite often is not the case at all. So it's a... It's an important reminder, this commandment. Uh, Once again, the commandments aren't there to be able to tell us we got to do what it says all the time. we got to do it right. I think the main purpose, especially after we understand who Jesus is and what he's done and how he saved us from our sins, 
is for us to be able to understand the commandments in the way of understanding that they tell us what is right and what is wrong, what is up and what is down. It points to our sin. It shows us our sin. And right. then we know that we are sinners and we have to turn to somebody for the answer. And that somebody is Jesus Christ. And he's the defense attorney. Not mm-hmm. only that, but he's also the one who is sitting on the throne. So he's both the judge and the attorney right. using using the words that Jesus uses uh, to describe himself sometimes or the Holy Spirit other times. He is our advocate. Right. So we don't have to play the game of lying. Uh, all we have to do is tell the truth and understand we have an advocate who is working on our defense. Let's end this with a prayer today. Lord, if we could only learn that the words we use to make ourselves look good or the other bad are just a cover-up for our own sins. Teach us instead, good Lord, to take everything to you in prayer. For we pray in the name of Jesus, the Redeemer of our thoughts, words, and deeds. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Doug. You're welcome, Gary. Third commandment next week. We'll do it again. We'll do it again next week. I look forward to it. We are AM850 KFUO, the messenger of good news.